Burr exclusive on the production. Your experience just got serious. For the producers of God of a Coach. Exclusive hype brings to you. Ten on the clock. Here's your host, Tyrone Smith. Fresh off of the Houston Rockets victory over the New Orleans Pelicans, week seven of the National Basketball Association is officially upon us. With an action-packed week full of news and unbelievable team and player performances, I'm going to break it down in one 10-minute episode. Y'all already know the vibes. This is 10 on the clock. I'm Tyrone Smith. Wrong to exclusive hustle bandit, sneaker bandit, four point island, lock them up wrong. Daytona 360, you already know the vibes, man. You already know how I get down. And before we get into the episode, I want to scream once again I ride with Oxford. Michiganders, we may bend a little bit, but we never fold. And no matter what trials and tribulations we go through, we got the cojones. To battle through it and come out better and stronger than ever. Now let's get into this episode. First things first, we're gonna start off with some of the best individual performances, and we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna do our players of the week this week. Now there's two players in particular that I really have my eyes on this week, and they came out and they performed. Now, first off, I want to give a shout out to Jaron Jackson Jr. and Jared Allen. They put up some solid numbers and led their teams to some solid victories in a winning week last week with Jaron Jackson Jr. going undefeated. But I'm going to have to go with DeJounte Murray for the Western Conference. And he plays for the Spurs, averaging 20 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists, shooting 52% from the field, 37% from three. Led the Spurs to a 3-0 record, which included a win over the Golden State Warriors. And for the Eastern Conference, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do Zach Levine. He put up 24.8 points, 6.3 rebounds, 4.5 assists, shot 47% from the field, 34% from three, and led the Bulls to a 3-1 record. Last week, I went 5-2 and two in my picks. I picked two games on Saturday by accident. I thought one of them games was Sunday, but come to find out it was a Saturday game. No so I went 2-0 and oh Saturday and went 5-2 and two overall. There was no pick for Sunday. So I'm 5-2 five five in my picks, which put me at a 26-15 and 15 record. Hell yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to try to improve on that record this week with my games that I have considered locks of the week. So Monday, we're going to start it out with Indiana beating the Washington Wizards. Tuesday, I got the Nets over the Mavs. Wednesday, give me the Magic over the Kings. Thursday, I got the 
Sixers over the Jazz. Friday, give me the Pistons. Pistons let me down. I will never pick them again for lock of the week. Saturday, give me the Heat over the Bulls. And Sunday, give me the Timberwolves over the Blazers. Those are my games. So if you win the gambling, go ahead and try your luck with those games. Maybe you win you some money. Maybe you don't. But at least you try. Now let's get into these quick hitters. First things first, we're going to start off with some guys who were once considered all-stars and MVP-type players who are now going to be riding the end of the pond. We're talking about Kimball Walker, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan, all who have been demoted to bench duty. And I think it hurts more for Kimball Walker just because he's from New York. And I felt that maybe him coming there can restore the feeling back in the garden. And it can restore the feeling back to Kimba, who have been dealing with injury plague seasons in Boston. But when you look at the stretch he had before he was benched, only averaging nine and a half points, two rebounds, three assists, 38% from the field and 27% from three. And when you consider the fact that the Knicks offensively and defensively was much better with him off the floor than with him on the floor, I think this is a move that had to be made. Now, Alec Burks didn't have the greatest shooting percentage of weeks, only shooting 37% from the field and 38% from three, but he averaged 19 points. And Julius Randle stepped in and handled the playmaking role very well, averaging seven, uh, seven assists, four turnovers, but he did put up 26 points and nine rebounds. Now, this didn't accumulate to any wins for the Knicks, and you have to wonder how it is going forward. You have to wonder if some more changes would have to be made this is a team who's been very disappointed so far. They had a hot start, but it seems like they cooled down. They are the team that a lot of people felt they were last year before they went on the run, which is a middle of the pack. Could be good, could be bad team. Blake Griffin, you only average five and a half points and you shoot 16% from three. You have to be benched. And DeAndre Jordan, when you only averaging 4.8 points per game, and you can't give the same defensive presence that you once had when you were with the Clippers and you're letting all these young centers eat off of you, you have to be benched. And it looks like the Lakers are going to go with Dwight Howard going forward and only run a rotation of one center, which makes sense, but it still has not accumulated into the Lakers picking it up overall. Shout out to Ennis Cantor for officially becoming a United States citizen. He is now known as Ennis Freedom. And he's been on LeBron James' head about the money he makes with slave labor out in China. I don't understand why he's going at LeBron specifically, but I understand where he's coming from. I've always been a proponent that these star athletes should go ahead and start their own brands. They got the name, they got the money, and they can help a lot of communities by bringing that type of work to their communities and employ a lot of people and help a lot of people out going forward. So shout out to Ennis Freedom for becoming the United States citizen. Golden State and Phoenix battle to a 1-1 tie in the two games that they played. Phoenix won the first game 104-96. Golden State blew them out the second game 
Devin Booker did miss the second game due to a hamstring injury. I'm very interested to see what's going to happen Christmas Day. I don't think I can really gouge on any type of thoughts and opinions because neither team had a full healthy roster. And I feel that's the only way I'm going to be able to really give an opinion. And I feel that's how a lot of people should be able to give an opinion is when both teams are fully healthy. Hopefully that can happen. Christmas is about a couple weeks away. Hopefully both teams can stay away from the injury bug and both teams can get key guys back. Joe Harris going to miss some time due to an ankle injury. LeBron James entered health and safety protocol, but he was immediately, immediately removed after having two straight negative COVID tests. He did play. He put up 23 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists in his return game in a loss to the Clippers. And shout out to Memphis, showing no ill effect of missing Jaro Morant. They're on a four-game winning streak in which their win averages 26.7 points and a 73-point beatdown. You got to give it up to Memphis, and Memphis is one of them teams that I thought was going to be on the up-and-ups in the conference. I wasn't really sold in on Dallas, and I was sold on New Orleans, but... You see that New Orleans is trash. And that's the episode, man. I appreciate y'all rocking out with me. Hell yeah. I'm Tyrone Smith. Wrong to exclusive hustle bandit, sneaker bandit, four point out of lock them up wrong. They told the 360 sounded out, and I will holler at y'all next week. Peace. some more basketball related content check out the got coach podcast or if you want to hear some other creators talk about basketball go ahead and check out the playlist on the screen thank you for listening we will be back next week with some more weekly content